the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Friday night. Yes, indeed, it's Friday night. Lots happening this weekend in San Diego. Lots of fun things happening. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what was that expression for, Skits? Uh, yeah, there might be fun. And I am looking forward to what I am doing. Uh, but uh, Married Life calls me uh, to unpack boxes and rearrange things. Okay, you know what? I ain't feeling bad for you, man. Well, I'm not feeling I ain't bad. feeling I'm bad saying, for you, you know, at all. That's not my you, choice you, of fun. You have a great, great. You're still going to have some fun oh, in I, there. Oh, I'm, I'm not complaining. I, I just got a chuckle out of myself. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, got a, a Padre score for the peeps. I will certainly do right now. Let me just click over, make sure there's no change. Mm-hmm. At the top of the seventh inning, it is Philadelphia 4 and the San Diego Friars 2. Is this when we're supposed to be singing that seventh inning stretch? The top of the seventh? No, middle of the seventh. Oh, the middle of the seventh. <laughs> Don't y'all love my baseball knowledge? You're really hip on the baseball. <laughs> I am hip with the baseball. Um, okay, let's let's start this hour off. I promised y'all good news like an hour ago and never got to it. Um, because I had to share with you guys what uh, what was going on with Steve Bannon, this Jan 6 committee. And Steve Bannon, as of right now, if you guys have a Hear of the Week or a Stink of the Week, 888-344-1170. I'm just telling you right now, Herschel Walker is mine. 888-344-1170. Right now, Steve Bannon is mine. Uh, but I would love a local. Like, you know, uh, there was a story the other day that there was this, fi- was it a firefight? She was a, she was a first responder. I don't remember if she was a firefighter or a police officer. She was like buku pregnant. Okay. Far, like, you know, about ready to pop. And as soon as she pretty much right after she saved a woman from a burning building or something, sister friend delivered her baby. I mean, it was like that. I mean, that's like some hero level stuff. Yeah, I love that stuff. That's crazy hero level. Um, I would love if somebody out there from San Diego has like a local hero of the week, somebody that in your community that's doing something cool. Um, that would be great. We don't, you know, we San Diego doesn't get a whole lot in the news for stuff like that, you know, and we don't really hear a lot of, I don't know why that is, but if you've got a neighbor or somebody you want to nominate for Hero of the Week. It doesn't have to be San Diego. Just whoever your idea of Hero of the Week is and Stink of the Week. You know who's a hero of mine? Just yeah. just real quick. He's helped me personally uh, off air with a couple of things. Um, and he doesn't have to. He does it because we're friends and he's a nice guy. Uh, when it comes to you know finances and whatnot, he's always been one of my biggest friends and supporters. But Gary Quackenbush. Oh, Quackman. GQ. GQ Law. Gary Quackenbush. He really cares about people What in the a community. great human being. And that's why it's an honor to have him on my News You Can Use segments on Tuesday nights. Not only do we have lots of laughs with his wacky laws... <laughs> I'm just yeah. laughing, thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> like the one law in San Diego, it's the only thing legal to throw out the window is like chicken feathers or something. Um, but yeah, he is 
Uh, he's what he's what restores your faith in lawyers. Right? I was just going to say that. Don't tell me there's all, all attorneys are bad. Yeah, I happen to know one, Gary Quackenbush, and he's a good guy. And when you're talking about it, 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 when you're talking about there's different. There's sometimes where you might want a jack wagon of an attorney, right? You're gonna you're you're go, you're suing. Um, uh, you're Johnny Depp and you're wanting to sue Amber Heard, you're going to want a Camille Vasquez up there, you know, cross-examining, right? I mean, she's a, a, seems like a decent person, but yeah. I'm trying to think of an example of when you might want somebody who's like a jerk. Someone hard-nosed. Somebody hard-nosed and like not a soft-hearted person, right? It would be in a case like that. Or, or you're being wrong falsely accused of something like a jan six you want a jack wagon defending you in that situation but when you're talking about things related to money related to your state planning things related family. to your family and your children that's when you want to make sure you've got somebody who's really a, a good guy and i'm glad you mentioned gq quack gary quack and bush because he really is i mean he's not he's just that a show host here on the station you know, uh, who who not only spon- sponsors his own show, but comes on ours. Great guy. Uh, he, he means a lot to me personally. So, yeah. yeah, he's definitely a hero for me. Thank you. Yeah, he, he really is. And um, and so and by the way, if you do need any kind of help with anything related to estate planning. Um, in fact, I got some questions for him for coming up that has to do with um, got some questions at an event I was at recently that has. And, and so I've got some questions for him next week that have to do with um, your living will. Like your medical directive, because as things get and this is going to have to be something we're going to be thinking about more and more and more as these shots get and all these more mandates continue sure. to be hit upon us. Um, so that brings me back to some election stuff. Here's some good news. Uh, Real clear politics projects already projects. Now, anything can change because, you know, we've got we've got a ways to go to November 8th. But real clear pol- politics is projecting Republicans I'm so sorry, y'all. I tried They're to swallow. Projecting Republicans yawning. I, I tried to. <laughs> I tried to swallow that yawn so bad. Um, they predicted that Republicans will win four gubernatorial races in four states that were once seen as Democrat strongholds. Oh, please, Lord. Uh, yes, I mean the idea that something is a forever blue state and cannot be won by a Republican. We must tear down that notion. Because Trump did it as presidential candidate in 2016, and we've got four Republicans about to do it at the state level. Let me tell you the stories. One state is Minnesota. The Republican candidate is Dr. Scott Jensen. He is leading his Democrat opponent, Tim Waltz, um, by a decent margin. And um, one of the reasons is in Minnesota, Waltz is the incumbent governor. It's because Walt, think about what was going on in Minnesota in 2020. That was the summer of love, right? The George Floyd Palooza, as Charlie Kirk called, called the Floyd Palooza. <laughs> Charlie Kirk is honorary hero of the week just for making me giggle for coming up with the word Floyd Palooza. Okay. He's funny and smart. He's funny and smart. So this was the governor in Minnesota during the um, during the reign of the Black Lives Matter and Antifa movement, burning down cities and terrifying the residents. So, excuse me. So that uh, it's nice to see that that governor might be held accountable for that. Um. 
the art, this is an article from Breitbart, and, and it brings up a good point here. It's talking about momentum. And it says that momentum matters most when we are less than three weeks from election day. And so that's true because it doesn't help you to be thinking you got momentum in May when the election is November. So that's a good point here. Um, Oregon. This is an interesting one. Who would have, Oregon is one of those Oregon, Washington and California. You think they're forever blue. Forever blue. You know what? And California, most likely nothing's changing here. This election for the governor's race. That's why you get involved at the local level. Never yeah. say it can't happen. Right. And that's why I'm disappointed Larry Elder didn't didn't get back in the race. I really, you know what, in my heart, I thought I thought he was going to. Yeah. So Republican in Oregon, um, uh, this, uh, according to Real Clear Politics, Oregon is an easy projection. Republican Christine Drazen has led in every poll against Democrat Tina Kotek. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. And independent Betsy Johnson. Currently, the RCP poll of, of uh, has Drazen up by 2.8 points. They say uh, real clear politics says the most fascinating projection, though, they think comes from Michigan, where Democrat incumbent, the uh, famous, infamous Gretchen Whitmer. Remember the Fed napping uh, uh, plot for Gretchen Whitmer? She was uh, she was on her way to an easy win. And then out of nowhere, Republican Tudor Dixon, who was uh, nobody. I mean, she was co-hosting America's Voice Live on Real America's Voice in the morning. She decided to leave her, you know, co-anchor position in Real America's Voice and run for governor. And she is just running away with it. She's cruising. Um, uh, she's cruising to a win. Anything can happen. But what they're saying that put her over was that, first of all, she's run a really smart campaign. Media helps. Tudor Dixon is not as famous in a media standpoint as Carrie Lake was in Arizona, but they have a similar style. Tudor Dixon, I would say, is a little more, is a little less aggressive. Um, Tudor Dixon would be like the golden retriever to Carrie Lake's, you know, pit bull style, but they both have the same ability to own uh, a comment to push back against the media because of the media training that they have. And not to mention the fact that um, that the Democrats have done everything that they could do to fight debates, not wanting to debate. Tudor Dixon got a debate and abs- absolutely crushed Gretchen Whitmer, crushed her. And and because she did a while back is one of the reasons why I think Katie Hobbs has, has continued to double down and try not to debate uh, Carrie Lake. Um. Uh, the article goes on to say polling in Michigan is underestimated GOP turnout by 5.7 points. Uh, Real Clear Politics proje- projects that Dixon will defeat the fascist Whitmer by 2.7 points. This would be that's that blue wall area. I don't remember the last time Michigan had a Republican governor. This would be absolutely extraordinary. The article points out a couple of good things that when you look at how the GOP is surging across the country and and how the Democrats are sweating bullets, everything points to political climate improving for Republicans. I mean, Democrat, I mean, the Democrats are so desperate. They have no achievements they can run on. They have no agenda that's popular with the American people. They're failing. They're so desperate that they literally are trying to say in order to get Roe v. Wade and abortion back as a top issue to say that abortion solves the inflation problem because the the only reason why anybody's got we're having to worry about money is because they've got too many mouths to feed and don't need another mouth to feed. So we got to kill the babies. I mean, that's how desperate they are. They know that to the the that when it comes to the issues that matter, which is the economy, crime and border, there's nothing they can say on it. 
absolutely nothing they they can say. And that's not even getting into the issues of the transing of kids. And I think, Andrea, Andrea, that's why they're pushing back to the beginning of the show where we were talking about January 6th. That's why they're pushing this Mm, so hard, mm -hmm. even though they know the American people don't care. It's all they have. Right. And so that's why it really begs the question, why in the world... Why in the world the Republican Party and Mitch McConnell is pulling ad money? He completely pulled all his super PAC money out of New Hampshire, uh, which completely sabotaged the Republican Senate candidate there, Don Bolt. He's a general Balduk, Balduk or whatever his name is. Um, and Balduk is who um, Tulsi Gabbard ran. A, one of the first things she did after she left the Democrat Party was run an ad for Balduk. He was already neck and neck after a $9 million deficit, and they decide to not one run ad, run one ad. The National Republican, that was for the super PAC, the National Republican Senatorial Committee has also removed its financial support from the state, and that's Rick Scott out of Florida. Why? Why are you trying to sabotage in order to not win this seat? Maggie Hassan votes 100% with Joe Biden. So to, to pull money from Balduck is to support Joe Biden, is to support everything we just talked about, $30 trillion in debt. It's to support $7 a gallon of gas in California. It's to support an open border invasion. It's to support these CDC shots. It's to support the fact that the Democrats plan, if they can keep their majority and grow it, they plan to centralize and seize control over the elections and to take back abortion and turn America back into a national, a federal abortion bill. They also want to come for our guns. I was asked on uh, Gina's show, Real America's Voice today. She was like, Andrea, I, you know, the Democrats don't seem worried to me. What do you what do you think's going on? Do you think that they've got some rabbit they're going to pull out of a hat? And I said, you know what, G? I said, we've been saying on my show months. for months, for months, Nancy Pelosi, you pulled a clip months ago, Skins, where Nancy Pelosi said, no, we're not worried. We're going to keep control of both houses. There's a reason that she's not worried. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be. Uh, yeah, yeah. Share with, with what you were talking with me about, even if the Republicans take control. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be something extraordinary as let's let's, you know, push Putin into dropping a nuclear bomb so that they can say we can't hold the elections because we all have to go into bunkers. Right. Um, It doesn't have to be uh, a continuation of election fraud. Right. It doesn't have to be and it doesn't have to it doesn't necessarily require 2000 mules again. It could just be the Republican Party. Laying down, what's the what do they call it in, in boxing, a lay down? Or Pete Rose, uh, when he was in baseball, right? He was throwing games, right? It could be that. Let's let's just ensure the Democrats keep control. Or or another way to look at it is okay. Even if even if the Republicans pull ads, do everything they can to help the Democrats keep control, and the Republicans still pull it out because of the voters. They could still try with McCarthy in leadership and Mitch McConnell in leadership at the House and Mitch the McConnell at the Senate, the Senate, the squishies to just do what they've always done, to just do the same thing at what happened when they had control of both houses of Congress in uh, uh, 2014, which was back to the uniparty, which was to do nothing. Oh, well, we don't have a president. We, you know, we can't do nothing because we don't have a president in the White House to sign our bill. Then when we get a president in, they make sure that they don't have a filibuster proof majority. So then they go, well, we have to reach across the aisle because we don't have a filibuster proof majority. 
That's what's going on here. But I wanted to start this segment by showing encouragement because what's going on is the American people have had it with this uniparty system. The American people is rejecting it. And the Republican Party needs to go the way of the Whigs. It's slowly being taken over from within. And I just have to hope, and we have to hope, that we are going to help these MAGA candidates, that we are going to help them get over the line. If you are in New Hampshire, or even if you're not, we need to help that General Balduck or whatever his name is get over the line. We need to send a message to the Mitch McConnells and the Ronna McDaniels and the Rick Scotts. You're You're done. We don't need you. Get out of the way. And the residents of Kentucky need to start primarying him if he dares to run again, is what needs to happen. We're going to take a break. We come back. We will going to get into a little mega, mega trickle down. And we're going to talk about Trudeau because it's about to get scary up in Canada. And I'm wondering how that might affect here, us here in the States. Stay tuned. This is the Andrew K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Just saw an article. I don't know about this. I, I guess a bunch of, quote, scientists. See, I'm skeptical of anything, quote, science related now. There's this study that was done, Skins, that says that scientists can now predict how and, I guess, how and when you're going to die um, based upon how you walk. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, it says they found a way to predict your death by how you walk. Um, that uh, they, A new study shows that measurements taken with wrist-worn motion sensors can be used to predict one's mortality risk up to five years later. As one of the largest validations of wearable technology to date, they're trying to sell a, one of them watches, one of them Fitbits. Right. The research raises the possibility of one day using the motion detective systems in smartphones to survey patient health without the need for in-person visits. Ah, no, this, oh, thank you. Here we go. Uh-huh. I'm good. Yeah, thanks. But I think I'll just let the Lord decide whether or not I'm going to take it in the face by a bus and not make it home. And even if you could predict it, I don't want to know it. Yeah. 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 Why? It, th- this is playing God. This is just playing another. God. This is another excuse to try to get all y'all's data. Okay, right? Just another way to get you up into that. My data da- is my data. That's right. All right. What's a mega maga trickle down? The winning lotto <laughs> the, ticket. The mega maga trickle down. <laughs> it sounds like something nasty. Did you hear about that con- New York congressional candidate? Actually. His campaign ad was he uploaded a porn video of him at a porn site. True story. True story. Um, it, I, I'm sitting. I, I know I just said that, and I know it's true. But is that really where we're at in the United States of America, where this is a, a, a de- this is how disgusting, depraved, and evil, and without any moral conscience or code? The Democrats are that they now have candidates. It's even worse than we thought with that really unattractive Democrat woman twerking upside down in the string bikini. I don't think you saw that, my man. No, I didn't. Don't, don't, don't. I don't want to see. I didn't even want to see a still shot of this dude in a suit before he starts doing anything sketchy in this porn video. But this is he he uploaded it skins because this is under the idea of something called sex positive. Do you know what that means? Never heard of that. You know how the left loves to play with the word games, right? 
um, sex positive is basically it means I'm somebody that doesn't shame anybody that wants to run around and be promiscuous and have sex all day long with anybody they want kind of thing. This is about normalizing. This is just continuing to push and push and push and push and push to normalizing. Having, there's no line. There's, there's no line. No moral fabric of a nation. And this is supposed to make somebody want to vote for him. Let me tell you, if you're going to do anything like this to get votes, you best look like Antonio Sapato Jr. in the Love Will Never Do, do Without You Janet Jackson video. Because unless you well, look like specific. him, and I mean it, Google it. Cause, I'm good. Because literally, if it ain't Antonio Sapato Jr. in the Janet Jackson video... For the song, Love Will Never Do Without You, I don't want to see oh, it. Oh, now I got the actual song, too. Yeah, I don't want to see it. I don't want to know about it. I, I, I don't, I don't want, even want to hear about it. That's the only man who should ever even consider doing anything like that. And yes, I finally had the opportunity years ago to interview Antonio Sapato Jr. Did you really? Yes, I did. It was when Styx was still still doing the show. He was he had has moved to Florida. He's a conservative. Well, we need to invite him back on. Yeah, he was he's moved to he's moved to Florida. He ran for office and and didn't win. He spoke at the at the convention, I think, and might have been in 2016. Still looking good, by the way. How old um, is he? Well, you know what? That's one because dude that's aging care. well. Yeah, because that Janet Jackson vid, vid was back it's from the old. 90s. That was from the 90s. Um, so then he moved to Florida and he started a conservative, kind of like Dean Cain, started making yeah. conservative movies. Oh, I love movies. Dean Cain. Yeah, started making conservative movies. So yeah, we might want to reach out to get him back. Okay, so I don't know if the Mega Mega Trickle Down was some maneuver that this New York congressman did in this movie. I don't know. Um but I, I was thinking that because I'm thinking Biden must have gotten this idea from somewhere sketchy and skeevy and creepy, okay? Because this is what Biden had to say about it today. Clip one. And Republicans are working really hard. This is, this is what kind of, I have to admit, every once in a while they surprise me. <laughs> they have three, not one, not two, three plans to cut Social Security benefits. Three plans. And they're not going to stop there. They're going to do big farmers bidding to repeal my plan to allow Medicare to negotiate prescription drugs prices. We pay the highest in the world. And doing so, it's going to raise drug prices. And they're going to raise big farmers' profits. They're doing fine, big farmers. They're not hurting at all. And they're going to raise your health insurance premiums. It's mega, mega trickle down. <laughs> mega, mega trickle down. The kind of policies that have failed the country before. And I'll fail it again. We are saving that clip. That's just we just silly. need to isolate the mega maga trickle down. He struggled. He 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 starts a clip by talking about the Republicans are working really hard. He had to work so hard to not mess that lineup that was written for him. <laughs> I think I need to change my name on all the socials to Mega Maga Trickle Down AK. Yes, please. <laughs> Oh, that just thank you, Joe Biden. Thank the you, gift Joe. That keeps on giving. I know. The best thing right? about him being in office. Yeah. So then, after that, or before that, he gave the speech. I guess he was yammering today. I don't even know what about the economy, right? Um, and, and the you know because this is what the left does. They can't win. They can't run with honesty. They don't have a track record to run on. So they like to play word games. They like to defame. They like to put slogans that can fit on a bumper sticker, like hope and change. But you're not allowed to ask what that means, right? 
and they had trickled down economics, which was going back to Reagan. So now they're not even being particularly clever because we already knew what the yeah, trickle. It's just silly. It's just silly. Um, so they know they're really in, in bad straits. Um, and, and in fact, uh, before I play this next clip from him, there was somebody saying today, I think it might have been Varney who was saying, look, the Democrats, it's like they can't they're in they're in a bind. They don't want him on the campaign trail. They don't want him anywhere near them either because the Democrats running don't want to they they don't want him on on the ballot, which he is. The president, the administration is always on the ballot in the midterms, but then also because he's just nothing but, a, a, a you know, a gaffe. Um, and here he is in this next clip as he's talking about how uh, things are things are going to things are going to end up working out just fine for them in the midterms because the economic rebound that's supposed to happen, I guess, by tomorrow. Clip two. It's been back and forth with them ahead, us ahead, them ahead, back and forth. And the polls have been all over the place. I think uh, that we're going to see one more shift back to our side in the closing days. And let me tell you why I think that. We're starting to see some of the good news on the economy. <laughs> yeah, what's Andrew, it? We're, uh, uh, I haven't noticed that maybe you're seeing the good news on the economy. Well, the good news, their idea of good news is after jacking you over with the energy sector and jacking our gas prices here in San Diego, for example, up to close to $7, and it was $7. No, we brought it down a few cents. Yeah, that if it's back down to like six fifty a gallon, that, oh, look look, look what they're doing for you. Look at that gift they, they just you gave you. Yeah. Um, they want to talk about employment uh, and how the employment rate is still low. Well, the only jobs that came back were the ones that, that uh, you know, he, they did, did, they've done absolutely nothing to create any new jobs. They're counting people going that have gone back to work after he took office, after COVID. They're counting that as new jobs. Um, we know that job postings are really dropped. They've really, really dropped. They've really dropped. Um, so that's that's phony. Um Gee, what else do they have? Hmm. Gee, yeah, nothing. Bupkus. He went on to he went on to say that the Republicans, man, you know, they they get back into office and they're gonna they're gonna cut some taxes. <laughs> That's supposed to make you want to vote Democrat. Yeah, uh huh. <sighs> I'll happily take me some Mega Mac and trickle down. It's a mega maga trickle down. Your new okay. Twitter handle. That's my new tr- Twitter handle, baby. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. What happened up in Canada today? And Skins has Skins was able when he heard this was able to connect the dots between how that might be scary what happened in Canada to what might end up happening here in the United States. So stay tuned for that. 888-344-1170. Do you have a hero of the week or a stink of the week? We want to hear from you. Give us a call. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. <laughs> Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Skins is looking at me like, what? What did she? What's she sipping in that cup over there? Trudeau's comment wasn't that funny <laughs> at all. But I picked Here. up. But I picked up this other article. Now I got to go with it. During the break, I happened to look at this article. And it's actually not a funny story because of what what why it happened. <laughs> but I love this woman's moxie, man. I love this woman's moxie. Massachusetts woman charged with unleashing swarms of bees on sheriff's deputies who were trying to enforce an eviction. 
Look, you know what? You know I believe in property rights. I don't like how, how I think property owners should be able to lease who they want to. It shouldn't be hard to evict people. Um, but when I heard this, when I first saw this, I was thinking of that Warnock who's running in Georgia, whose church is evicting people over 25 bucks. And you know what? I don't know if, if, if this woman only owes 25 bucks, I'm saying you go lady with the swarm of bees. <laughs> She's a professional beekeeper. Her name is Rory Woods. And she encountered Hampton County Sheriff deputies last week. This was in front of her Springfield home. She was enraged over eviction notice and alleged she smashed open uh, the hive. <laughs> um, uh, the uh, the sheriff's department made a statement. <laughs> this is a very different approach to inflicting harm or disrupting an eviction process. We've never seen this before. Gee, thanks, master of the obvious. <laughs> You've never seen anybody use a swarm of bees. When she went back there and she unleashed the first beehive, that's when we knew, wow, she's here to do more. Do more than just protest and be heard. She's here actually to harm people. That's when it's not funny anymore. I don't like any, anybody harming anything. She just wanted to be heard. Ooh, Shecky Green in the house. Shecky Green in the house. Um, she now faces multiple charges, uh, including uh, four felony counts of assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. Um, you know what I find interesting about this is this woman has been charged with four felony counts was she was she was she denied bail this woman who was desperate to try to stay in her home right and i'm not and and hear me out here i'm not i i'm not justifying her behavior at all you know i don't believe in this and particularly i don't like how how property owners were treated during covid that you don't have a right to evict anybody like your house now can be taken by the government controlled by the government and just used for basically for homeless people kind of thing but andrea i own the pink slip yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but but what I what is striking me about this story, though, is, of course, this is in liberal land, right? This is in Massachusetts, right? She was she's facing multiple. She was including four felony counts of assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. I'm not hearing this kind of harsh charges against liberals across this country that are raping people and beating up people. I mean, how many times um, are we see uh, John Fetterman? A DA that was his that was his nominee in his state put a murderer back on the street, and guess what? That murderer is now wanted for murder. So I just find it hypocritical that this woman is facing felony charges by the Democrats when you know it, you know for for bees when they they don't seem to have a problem like in Austin, Texas, where this week, which is a nominee for stink of the week, where this man beat his pregnant girlfriend to a bloody pulp and literally murdered his un, uh, his unborn child and that man ain't spending a day in jail steve Bannon is looking at four months this woman's desperate to try to keep a roof over her head the Dem- the democrats are supposed to be like okay lady you can't move out stay in a home right why are they trying to evict her she must be she must she must have a trump sticker on her car or something right or it must be, or it must be, uh, you know, a church, uh, you know, run by a Democrat pastor trying to evict her. That must be what's going on. Okay, let's talk about Trudeau. Here's what he had to say today that we saw coming a while ago, but it became official today. Clip three. In May, our government introduced measures to implement a national freeze on handgun ownership. Today, our national freeze on handguns is coming into force. 
from today forward, it is no longer legal to buy, sell, or transfer a handgun in Canada. Wow. Um, when I heard that today, you and I, we, we heard that clip at the same time together. We were listening. We were both like, wow, that's really scary. Bigger deal than people think. There's somebody running an ad that I saw today in, uh, on TV while I was doing some chores that had all these people that had come to this country, legal immigrants from Venezuela, Romania, and other places that were all talking about uh, the Second Amendment and why it's important that 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 once the second, I think it was a woman from Romania was like, you you people don't understand that once America is gone, there is no place else. And when our and if our and if our handguns and our Second Amendment is gone, America is gone. So what? So why should we care in America about Canada skins? Well, you and I were talking earlier today when we were prepping, and I made the connection because I've been paying very close attention to this. Uh, I'm a big believer in the Second Amendment. And if you look at what's been transposed over the last week or so, they're wanting officially the Democrat Party to get rid of totally the northern and the southern borders, creating the North American Union. They say that's where they want to go. So if Canada is the first country in this so-called North American Union to get rid of handguns completely and totally, let's say that transpires. We get the North American Union. Well, guess we better follow suit. Well, um, our Constitution is what it is, but as we talked about last hour, they've already, they've already, right. That doesn't really matter anymore. What he didn't mention confiscation, but they, I don't, and I don't know what Canada has had from a registry standpoint, but um, yeah. We know that this is what the Democrats want. Oh, it's their plan. We know that that's what their plan is. All the more reason why we better take control of both houses of Congress. Um, And And that's why I say the midterms, in my mind, more important than two years from now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't trust the Republican leadership. What did the Republican leadership do, including John Cornyn, after Uvalde? Immediately, when we all knew day one, I day one, the night of the Uvalde shooting, I said something's up with this police. They didn't go in, and immediately it was all about gun control. And what did the Republican Party do? They joined with the Democrats on gun control legislation, while babies still lay dying, lay dead at that point in a school. The Republican Party was already working with the left on gun control. So we need, we need, uh, you know, I'm a broken record tonight. I don't like reruns. I didn't like that when I was a kid with, with TV seasons. But we got we to gotta help get these MAGA candidates across. We got to help get these MAGA candidates across. It's a must. Yeah. And, uh, we, uh, oh, and one of the things I mentioned earlier, I was talking about how um, Mitch McConnell's PAC and the uh, Republican Party Senatorial Committee pulled ads uh, from Balduck. I think they also pulled money away um, from and refused to support the um, Shibaka who is leading against Murkowski in Alaska because they want Murkowski to win in Alaska. So the, we need to be, um, it, it's no longer about, of course you, we want you to vote locally where, where you have the ability to go in and vote, but we also want to be identifying and paying attention to who the MAGA candidates are that are running and help get them over and help them get them over the finish line, Right. I'm surprised Tulsi Gabbard hasn't come out and said anything because it's like she leaves the Democrat Party 
to support Republicans runs an ad for General Baldock. Wouldn't this be a great issue to talk about? Yeah. And she, maybe she will. I don't know. All right. We're going to take our final break of the night. Here are the week and stink of the week. And then we actually have an election night announcement to share with you guys. So don't go away. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. You know what? Guess who's got the nerve to be texting me right now? Tom Delbacaro. Tom should be calling the show. He's texting me right now because we had a little bit of a debate when he was on the other night, right? Because he was like, oh, Devin Nunes is saying there's still indictments to come even after Durham, um, the dope dolt Durham uh, went 0 for 2 in a D.C. court, which, you know, if he had half the brain God gave, you know, my cousin Vinny, he would have known to file, you know, the, the, the case in a, in, a, in a court that at least was somewhat fair. Um, but Tom Dell was like, no, you know, I'm hearing Devin Nunes is saying there's going to be indictments. Well, he just sent me an article, um, that Durham, that Durham reveals Mueller was investigating Trump dossier, um, despite claims it was outside his purview. I'm not really sure what this point is about. So, um. John Durham's trial against Igor Danchenko revealed that Mueller's special counsel team was investigating the discredited Trump dossier contrary to his claims, uh, to claims it was outside his purview, but the team couldn't cooperate a single, corroborate a single claim. Um, I, you know, I, I'm going to look at this over the weekend. I'm not really sure that I'm seeing anything here that, that means that Tom was correct, that there's indictments coming. Tom, if you're listening, feel free to call in and persuade me because, baby, I'm not, I'm not getting it out of this Got, article. Uh, so five minutes left, Tom. Come on. Yeah, I'm not getting it out of this article, Tom Dell. Okay. All right. So election night, um, this is actually going to be huge, huge people. So we're actually going to be doing special election night coverage. Skins and I are going to be here co-hosting election night with me. Burning we'll be the midnight oil. Burning, burning to the 1 a.m. oil, at probably at least, is our friend Ed Martin. Eagle Ed is going to be here. I love doing election night coverage with Ed, whether it's primary election night or whether it's general election, midterm elections, whatever it is. Because y'all know uh, Eagle Ed, Ed Martin, from uh, he took over, was handpicked by Phyllis Schlafly to take over the Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. And he is the heart. I mean, Skins and I say all the time, he is the hardest working man in D.C. And he also, Ed Martin, knows everybody in D.C. He knows everybody in these parties. He was former um, chief of staff, I think, to the Missouri governor at one point. He ran the state elections for the state of Missouri at one point. So um, Ed is super smart when it comes to anything related to process and the elections. He's going to really be focusing on the East Coast elections. And um, and because, uh, you know, there's just so many, it, it, there's so many important key races. Usually on like a midterms or other night, there'll be like two or three key races everybody's looking at. We have like talking tonight, we have, we have at least four governor races. We have house races, Senate races. We've got key DA races, sheriff races uh, happening around the country as well as obviously the House and the Senate. So stay tuned for that coverage. Um, here of the week and stink of the week. Who are your thoughts, my dear? Uh, for stink of the week, it's easy. It's uh, it's Justin Trudeau. I think the guy's a dictator. He's a scumbag, and people need to pay attention. Yeah, this is a gosh. There's so much stink this week. I think I have to. 
I think to hear it, we there was a time in which the Democrats at least pretended that they weren't. Oh, they don't pro- hide it anymore. Yeah. Well, you know, I remember when Bill Clinton said abortion should be legal, rare and safe. Now we we've gone to a place to where we've got celebrating abortions. We've got even worse than that. We have a Democrat that came out and said, well, the, nobody ever talks about the great thing about abortion that, you know, it helps with the economy. And, you know, instead of what what's going to help you to not have to worry about paying the bills is not having a mouth to feed. That literally the purpose of abortion is to help you balance your checkbook. That to me was shockingly devoid of a soul. Stacey Abrams. That was that. But you know what? There, what Democrat has come out against it? Nobody. That means they agree. One of the things I've talked about for a long time as we've had these school shootings and these mass shootings and all the crime wave that's happening, it's a bigger issue than just the no bail policy, right? Um, why do we have so much hate and evil and, and slaughter going on? Because one of the most important things that the left was why they wanted Roe v. Wade didn't wasn't even remotely about a woman's right, right? You see how they're trampling women with their trans movement, right? So you actually think that Roe v. Wade was about caring about women, okay? They wouldn't be having the Leah Thomases of the world crush the dreams and the hopes and the work of young women and having young girls have to take showers with boys in locker rooms if they cared about women's rights. No, it was about, it was satanic, evil, We've got to get America immediately away from Judeo-Christian principles and values to the point where they devalue life. And 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 it went, and that's it. And slowly over time, it went from oh, we got to keep it legal, safe, and rare to now. It's just you know up until the point, even after the point of conception, Proposition One that's on the ballot here in California going into the midterms is just no restrictions on abortion, and it even has language for perinatal uh, abortion, which means. After the child has come out of the birth canal. That's infanticide. And I'm sickened by it. And I'm sickened by the fact that that this is this this should be everybody's stink of the week, in my opinion. But is it that there's so much stink that we become desensitized to the stink skins? Yeah. Yes. Oh, did I say a hero of the week? No, and mine is Herschel Walker. I think my hero of the week, I still have to keep it at Steve Bannon. Because there's very few, we have very few patriots. People like to throw that word patriot Two great Americans. Yeah, I mean, a a patriot is somebody who sacrifices to save this country. And both of those have sacrificed in a variety of different ways. Hey, we love you. We hope you have a fantastic weekend. And you come right back Monday night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Love you all. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.